purchase any lipo sachets from Chemist Warehouse for your chance to win a Samsung Bespoke home package. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. Eighteen away from nine, and not too far away from State of Origin two either. And a man who knows uh, a thing or two about State of Origin is former former Maroons coach and Kiwis coach as well, Sir Graham Lowe. He joins us on the phone. Morning, Graham. How you doing? I'm pretty good, thanks. Nice to be on again. Nice to have you on, mate. Nice to have you on. We had the news over the weekend uh, that Nathan Cleary is out for the rest of State of Origin after tearing his hamstring, uh, and obviously. They're down one zip in the series, got to go to Suncorp. Uh, so, I mean, the question is, I guess, you've been there in, in, in the heat of origin, mate. If you're coaching New South Wales at the moment, what do you do? Well, you know, the, um, it's, a, it's a massive blow for them losing Nathan Cleary. There's no doubt about that. You know, he, he, has, the, mm. he has really the... He um, could be the most influential guy on the field for, you know, both teams. But um, anyhow, it didn't go that way last Wednesday night and, and now he's ruled out with injury and that's a tragic blow. The big thing now is what what do they do? And Nico Hines, to me, uh, should have been on New South Wales. Mate, I, I think they made a tactical blunder not putting him on much earlier and not putting him on in a position that he could have influence in the game much earlier. But obviously now he's got to be at the top of the pick um, you'd think so anyhow when they're looking at a replacement for Nathan. Lowe, just talk a little bit about that um, that technical blunder, you know, putting Nico Hines out there at right centre, Munster skips around him, throws that ball to the hammer, who then just lets down and, and scores that try at that crucial time. What, what, why is it so important if you're going to if you're going to have a player like Nico Hines to to utilise him better, and especially in the position that he's normally playing? One of, one of the hardest things in, in coaching is bringing off a player who you know is a crowd favourite, you know who's an influential player in the, in the team. It's, it's a real, and, and you don't want it, you, you're worried about any momentum you might have at the time. Nico Hines is an is a out and out half of 5'8. Um, and it's, it's an acquired, it's a really acquired skill. Having them out a little bit wider, I, th- I think left them exposed. But worse than that, I think. The, the tactical blunder was the New South mm. Wales coaching staff weren't able to read what was actually starting to happen in the game, and they left it too late. They left it miles too late. They should have replaced one of the halves and put Nico Hines in then. Is this focus on New South Wales playing into Queensland's hands even more now that um, all this carry-on's going off the field? Like You've seen how they were... Un- able to unravel this team in game one. Obviously, that last 10 minutes, they had a hell of a lot of players outside of position, 12 players on the park, but seemed to find a way. Is all this focus on New South Wales playing into Billy Slater's hands? I don't think... It's just it's just noise to the Queenslanders. It made me smile. That mm. The great thing about New South Wales, they've actually got dozens and dozens and dozens of people that know how to, know how to beat Queensland. They've got dozens of them, New South Wales. The trouble is they're all mm. in the media. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my point. That's my point. Uh, Lowie, Freddie made a lot of chat, uh, you know, with his initial selection. And, you know, Jerome Luai, for example, uh, that, that was one that raised a few eyebrows, given he hasn't played particularly well this season. But Freddie was all about on picking combinations. Now that Nathan Cleary's out, does that mean Luai's gone as well, do you think? 
I don't know. Um, you know, combinations do do play a massive role, and and it's going to take some thinking. And but I mean, these are these are particularly Nico Hines is a is a player who strikes me as a person who could, as long as he's got the steering wheel, he could steer it. He could steer the team anywhere, and it doesn't really matter who the wheels are on the on on either side. Um, so I I don't think it I don't think it's too much of a worry. Luai, I think is a good. He's a good Origin player. He's a, he's an aggressive player. He's he's in their face all the time. He's causing little issues on the field right throughout the whole 80 minutes. So you know, I'd be I'd be very surprised if they left him out. Um, yeah. In fact, I don't think they can. But Nico Hines has to go in there, and he he's the, he's the sort of player that can make a heck of a difference. But I mean, what we saw unfold was just typical of what's happened since 1980. I can remember the media vividly, absolutely vividly, in 1980. I was over there in Brisbane listening to the media, listening to the crap, and nothing's changed. Nothing has changed. <laughs> right up to 2023, the same stuff's been spoken, and they still haven't learned. No, no, and they, and and I don't think they'll ever learn, Lowy. Just you got enough stars in that in that Brisbane side, uh, that Maroon side, anyway. You know, um, the halves, the fullback. Reese, you know, he played he played outstanding. But how important are the likes of Ruben Cotter? He picks up player of the day, Lowy, and and it's that position where there isn't a hell of a lot of um, grace around it. You know, it's a head down, bum up type position. But every year. In state of origin, you see a player like a like a Ruben Cotter step up and turn in something um, outstanding. How do how do Queensland keep producing them? Well, I think they just picked the the right players, Kempi, and and you did that, that, that. They are unsung heroes in many ways, those guys, and and a lot of people don't realise it. But Origin, you know, some players are fantastic NRL players, but they wouldn't make it in Origin for whatever reason. And yet, some players who doesn't don't look all that flashy in NRL are absolutely made for Origin. I don't. There's a chemistry. Um, you, I, I know you, you can smell it, you can see it, you can feel it when you're when you're in the camp. You can feel the difference. It's like I, I can still remember, like it was this morning, um, the difference I could feel from Manly, for example, when I was I was with Manly and then stepped into the Queensland camp. It raised to a level that I, that just absolutely blew me away. I didn't think it would go that high. Just the feeling before we even started playing, and and there's there's players you would have played with plenty of them, I suppose, Kempi. That there's guys that that um, that just can get things. You, they're just reliable people who you know can get things done, and they've got the toughness because the the, the toughness that's required at mm. that level in state of origin really is quite extraordinary, and and. Um, Somehow, somehow Queensland, um, they do. They've got, you know, obviously Billy's got a great eye for talent. He's got a great support group around him. And the the great thing about those sort of players, I think that I think that in the first in that first game, there's a lot of improvement in some of the Queensland stars. Um, You know, Queensland better known or better, you know, game 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 uh, winners. And look at Cherry Evans for a start. You know, I think Cherry had a fantastic game, but I know that he can go to another level. I know that he will go to another level again. And he and he's a fan, he's a fantastic player. But there's guys like that. Um, there's, I, I, I actually I truly believe with my hand on my on my heart that there is a lot of improvement in the Queensland team. I know there is in the New South mm. Wales team, 
but there's a heck of a lot mm. to come in, the, in and as well. And when you add the crowd to them up there, I'm lucky I'm going to this game, but when you add the crowd up there, that's you know that's got to be worth a few points up, up at Suncorp because it is quite different. Yeah, and, and that's a scary part of it. Is, is there a concern, Lowy, that, and I don't know how Billy deals with this, that uh, losing Cleary actually has a an, the op- opposite effect on Queensland and they take the second game lightly? Well, they, they definitely won't take the second game lightly. There's too much... There's too much. One of the one of the things that Queensland is good at is retaining history and remembering the heroes. There's too much history and there's too much um, close. There's too many influences close around the team, positive influences that will never allow that to happen. Lowie, just before we let you go, mate, you've been in, in that seat as I mentioned earlier. Every year, it seems the teams come out before game one. Everyone goes, "Well, look, yeah, that New South Wales team looks unbeatable," and the Maroons more often than not knock them over. How do they keep doing it? Well, you know, it's you. You always you've got to learn. You've got to learn from your history. That, that's mm. you get the lessons from history, and you only look to the future for hope. And then, if you can get those combinations going good, and you've only got to look at the history, it's. Look at look at NRL three hundred and sixty, which which you know is very very well watched here over in New Zealand. It is just so pro New South Wales. It's unbelievable. The, the Queensland influence just sits there most of the time and just nods and smiles and nods and smiles, while the other the other guys uh, tell you how New South Wales is going to win. <laughs> Backs to the wall, yep. them against us, the big yeah, brother, cool. little brother thing. I get it, mate. I get it. Hey, Lowy, thanks very much for coming on this morning, mate. Really appreciate your time. Go well and uh, travel safe up to uh, Brizzy for that uh, game too, eh? I will, and I'm, I'm, I've got an absolute pleasure coming up for me in another hour or so. I'm going to have a cup of tea with Dane Sorensen, who's over here for, um, oh, for nice. a few days. So I'm with Dane and, and talking rugby league. There's been none none better really in this country that's pulled on a Kiwi jersey. Say hello. Yeah, Lowy, say hello say for hello. us. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Thanks, Lowy. Go well. Okay. Cheers, mate. Uh, there you go. Eight awesome. away from nine here on SCNZ. It's always good to have Lowy on. Give us gives that perspective, eh? And that is something that I guess plays into it. Maybe oh. that's part of part of, you know, where uh Lowy picked it up, you know, when he was a Kiwis coach, we're always the underdog to, to mm. the kangaroos and, and, and the Maroons was much the same thing. The thing I got out of that is Gary Jack come on our show and you ask the question, Kippy, have you ever gone back and, you know, been a part of that team? No. Well, there's an identity and you here in Graham like always remembering the past, the people that have gone before us, the history that's involved with the game. Queensland have got that through and through. And on the flip side, well, Gary Jack hasn't been to a game. Someone that's donned the jersey and done so much. So there you go. It's all in there. Yeah, it's a good point, is it? A really good point. Uh, it's three away. Sorry, seven away from uh, nine o'clock. We're going to catch up with the Doyen and Smith shortly.